shall Our we? Our top story. All right. Thank you, Kent. Appreciate that. Flying blind right now. But this is what I want to point out to you, is what is being said on U.S. television, on the U.S. cable networks. What are they saying about Canada? Here is a little bit of Jake Tapper's lead story last night on CNN. Some bad news for our, for our neighbors north and our world lead. Canada is now outpacing the United States in terms of coronavirus cases per capita. This is a concerning uptick, considering that the Canadian vaccine rollout is not going well at all. Well, it is not going well at all. And Friday, April the 9th, marked the first day since the early days of the pandemic that Canada averaged more confirmed cases per million people than the U.S. And I've seen reports today that as of today, we have actually now passed that. And the segment on CNN wraps up this way. It's a real failure by the Trudeau government, and our Canadian cousins deserve a lot better. Well, thank, thanks, cousin. Uh, that is uh, Jake Tapper on CNN. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know what the takeaway from that is. Uh, he's, you know, he does a whole report talking about well, you know, we don't have domestic vaccine production. And then at the end, wraps it up by saying it's a failure of the Trudeau government. Although if you're talking about vaccine production domestically, I think you'd have to say that's a failure of the Canadian governments, plural. But let's try and get some truth to that, because I don't know about you. I have a couple of emotional responses to that. First of all, I think, well, that's, I mean, I'm angry at the Trudeau government. And then secondly, I have this kind of reaction where it's like, hey, listen, we can criticize our own governments all we want. But, you know, step back, cuz. All right. Let's get some truth here. Dr. Zane Chagall is an infectious disease specialist. And always great to have you on the program, Doc. Let's begin with that number about the uh, number of confirmed cases per million people, U.S. versus Canada. That's everywhere right now. How important is that metric? Do you put a lot of stock in it? Yeah, I mean, it is one metric. And there are a lot of things that can make that metric look a bit skewed. You know, I think we are certainly seeing rising cases in Canada. We aren't at certainly a level that the U.S. In terms, is in terms of a vaccine campaign. But I wouldn't put a lot of stock into that one number to say that our response is, is less than the United States right now, considering a lot of other things, how people get tested, access to testing, who's getting tested, uh, where, you know, if you look at Canada, actually, we have um, more tests for every positive individual, meaning it takes, you know, 10, 20 tests to get to a positive test in Canada, where in the U.S. it's like five to 10 tests to get to a, a positive test. So the burdens may not be actually the same. Uh, we may still be at a lower burden than the U.S. The problem is, is we're, well, good and bad. We're picking up much of that burden because our healthcare system is so stressed with what we have now. I, you talk about the different metrics that you could look at. You know, I mentioned on April 9th um, in terms of the numbers. But on April 9th, the U.S. had 2.97 daily deaths per mm. million on a seven-day average, compared to 0.85 in Canada. I, I know it's not a contest, Doc, but, I mean, it it, it does kind of irk me when you know, the Americans are going, whoa, look, what's happening in Canada? Yeah, 100%, right? You have three times as many deaths per day in the United States per capita than Canada, right? So that says their outbreak is still under control. I mean, at the end of this, 
when the dust settles, deaths are going to be the probably the highest and most relevant measure of people that lost their lives because of this virus, right? We've had limited vaccines, but the one thing we can say with our vaccine campaign, our public health, whatever we've been doing, is that the most vulnerable people, the people that are at the highest risk of death, are getting you know, less and less in that context. We aren't seeing a lot of death even with this wave. We're seeing about 30 to 40 deaths a day in Canada as compared to, you know, our second wave peak where it was 150 deaths a day. There's something good to be said about that, that at least with our limited vaccine supply, we've been able to get to the people that died the most. The fact that the United States has had vaccines for way longer than us and supply way more than us and they're still seeing death rates higher than us is actually more concerning to their rollout as compared to ours. Hmm. But that, that's an interesting perspective. You, you, you talk about supply. I think that's a central issue for a lot of Canadians right now. I mean, you know, if you look at the provincial response and if you want to try and say, well, you know, what's working and what's not working, at the end of the day, doesn't it all kind of come back to how many vaccines we actually have? So then that's procurement. And I, I don't know if I can answer the question you know, has Canada dropped the ball on procurement enough? I, I don't know if I can answer that accurately. Could could you give me some perspective on that? Yeah, I mean, you know, we could go back 10, 15 years and say, you know, we, we should have kept a vaccine manufacturing plant. We should have kept, you know, the ability to produce local vaccine. That wasn't going to happen. You know, you weren't going to be able to make that happen during this pandemic. It was something that needed to be here well beforehand for the you know sake of setting up a plant on its own. It's probably six months to a year before you even get it functional and active uh, and producing. And again, there are lots of other people um, uh, um, that, uh, that, that aren't able to do that on their own. I think the other part is, you know, the European Union has also had a good vaccine rollout. You know, that has been a part of coordination amongst a number of different countries to share vaccines across the, you know, those countries rather than necessarily having them uh, in only the places that they're being produced. Well, guess what? Our economic neighbor, our EU, is the United States. They haven't given us anything other than 1.5 million doses of AstraZeneca, which they haven't even approved for use, right? So, you know, it's something to point the finger at us and say, hey, you guys are doing poorly for procurement when, again, our neighbor and our economic, you know, uh, our economic partner is saying, well, we're not giving you anything. you got to find it on your own market, basically. Uh, let's just talk about our vaccine rollout and your assessment of it in terms of Ontario, Zane. Yeah, I mean, I think we're getting vaccines out. I mean, there are some in the freezer. Again, it's it's you know a number that's that's not perfect, but you know there is vaccine rolling out. We're getting people into mass vaccine clinics. We've been able to take care of long-term care. And again, you know, for people really really angry of not getting a vaccine now, imagine if we had not vaccinated long-term care into this wave, we would be talking about incredible calamity with these variants, where now we're not. And and so, yeah, I mean, I think obviously we could use more supply. I think we need more interfaces, obviously. You know, there's still, uh, you know, hard-hit communities that are just starting to see their first trickles of extra vaccine coming through. But, you know, I, I have hope. We're getting a million vaccines a week in Canada. You know, it, it, is, it is enough to get 3% of our population vaccinated every week moving forward, or sorry, every month moving uh, sorry, every week moving forward and 12% of our population vaccinated every month moving forward. You know, those are good numbers considering we have no domestic production. 
you know, again, the, 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 there, there is a lot of hope that we can catch up to the United States as time moves on. Dr. Chagler, always great to have you on. Thank you so much for giving us some perspective and helping us understand uh, what's going on out there right now. No problem. All the best. That is Dr. Zane Chagla, who's an infectious disease specialist.